So I'm very excited to welcome the very beautiful, very fashionable um, startup entrepreneur who is also a fashion maven. She's actually the founder of Daily Dress Me. Uh, if you don't know what to wear, that is a place to go. She's so famous and so awesome. Just really down to earth as a great person. Welcome, Nina. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. Thanks for that fabulous introduction. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So I'm so excited because I look at your site and it's amazing. It solves a huge problem that people have. We're always like, oh, what should I wear? What should I do? And uh, you just combine fashion and technology so perfectly in something so useful. So can you tell us like what, uh, what Daily Dress Me is? Sure. So Daily Dress Me is a website I started and the premise is pretty simple. We tell you what to wear based on the weather. Um, so really we're solving that moment that we all have when we wake up in the mornings, we stare in front of our closets and we just don't know what to wear. Um, and yeah, it's really centered around that pain point. I love it. So um, what made you decide to like make the work? Cause I feel like we all like to complain. Oh, I don't know what to wear. Like, oh, I don't know what I should do. Like, what made you actually, like, solve that problem? Because I think that's amazing that you actually did it. Yeah, so um, it started candidly enough. Um, I was actually in high school when I first started it. Wow. And basically, every morning, I'd wake up, I'd check the weather forecast, and then I'd decide what to wear. Mm -hmm. And it seemed obvious enough. And so I looked around, and, you know, no one was really combining the two, even though I think this was, like, you know, pretty common behavior. And so I decided I would just launch Daily Dress Me to do exactly that. I love it. And uh, how long has it been since you've been running it? So, yeah, as I mentioned, I started it in high school and then I went off to college. And, you know, the site runs on an algorithm. So mm. I basically load up outfits and it runs on its own. Um, so, you know, while I was in college, it was still running. But I'd say full time, it's been about two and a half years now. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, the site has obviously been along been around for much longer than that. Mm -hmm. I love that. So, um, were you like always fascinated with fashion? Was it something that developed later? Like, uh, how did you, how did you begin your fashion journey? Well, it's funny. So I think I'm a very particular person overall, and that extends into everything, the way I eat, the way I dress. Um, but I, I think, you know, an example of that is when I was very young, I have, I had an older brother, I still do, obviously. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my mom would kind of just dress me in his hand me downs um, until I could really speak up for myself. And, you know, uh, mm -hmm. when I started to talk, I started to just demand wearing certain clothes. And I wouldn't say it was like necessarily fashionable. It was just like, oh, I, I need to wear this like red on red outfit when I go to sleep and my dad would literally be like you're going to sleep like no one's gonna see you no one cares <laughs> of course I cared um and so I think you know I just always had this very um particular way of like wanting to do things um and you know it definitely extended into like when I was growing older I was recently going through old things at my parents house and I found like this shopping list because we were going to India for the summer nice. and I guess my mom had made me write down like all the things I want to do and basically everything on my list had to do with like shopping for Indian outfits yeah. whereas my brother's list for example was like oh like seeing these different things trying these different foods but for me it was just like buy bangles buy like a skirt buy like bindis and it was just very much around fashion I love that what's your ethnic background by the way 
Yeah, so both my parents um, are Indian and we visit pretty often. I definitely visited more often growing up. Um, but yeah, very proudly Indian. I love that. So um, I love Indian fashion, by the way. I think it's amazing yeah. and incredible. Like what's your favorite piece of uh, Indian fashion? Definitely the sari. So the sari is like a six yard piece of fabric that you essentially, Wow. yeah, you drape it on yourself. And I think, I genuinely think it's the most genius piece of fashion. Whoever invented that um, deserves like all the awards in the world. Um, And the reason being that it flatters any body type. Um, And, you know, it's also the rich wear it, the poor wear it. It's really the great equalizer of fashion. And yeah, I just, it really flatters everyone, any body shape. And, you know, the other amazing thing is I don't have that many saris of my own, but I can just go into my mom's, you know, closet and wear anything that she has, which obviously for, you know, many different types of gowns or, you know, other clothing that doesn't work. But for saris, like, you know, you can share them with everyone. Um, And so, yeah, definitely the sari. So how do you pick out a good sari? Like, how do you know? Uh, Well, I think personally, it's all about like the colors and the fabrics. And so I, you know, I really love like the more traditional um, pieces that have a lot of craftsmanship involved. And um, I like, you know, particular colors and I like a lot of the pastels and pinks. But, you know, it's really up to you. And I think there's so many different types, so many different styles. Obviously, they all share that same like format of being six yards long but there's really a lot that you can do with it Mm. so for example my mom might like saris from this particular region of India Mm -hmm. um, but I might like saris that you know are a little more uh, lightweight and easier to drape yeah but it really comes down to personal preference and I don't think you can go wrong yeah that's perfect so um in terms of like fashion like do you feel like you follow the trends are you more like a classic fashion person like uh what is fashion like in your daily life yeah I think in my daily life it's certainly a form of self-expression and I really look forward to getting dressed every morning of course there are certain mornings where you know I'm more in a rush or the idea I had in my head doesn't really pan out when I try it on um but I really do like you know starting every day with a great outfit I really think Having a nice outfit on gives you a boost of confidence. It sets your mindset for the day. Um, as far as following trends, you know, I do enjoy experimenting and I love seeing, you know, street style and how people are um, trying out new things. But personally, I do stick to more classics. And I mean, again, I look at photos of myself from when I was like in middle school or a teenager, or even college. And I, I do think there's a lot of consistency along the way. Hmm. Um, and so... Yeah, I'd say I'm more of a, I stick to classics. How would you describe your fashion? Because I'm stalking your Instagram right now. You're freaking okay. beautiful. Um, but yeah, oh, how thank would you, you describe your own fashion? Yeah, absolutely. I'd say my sense of style is really an extension of my personality. And so um, I think it's definitely put together and polished. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, you know, I, I think I went through a phase where I was wearing a lot of black, just kind of that like New Yorker style. But at this point, I'm really moving away from that. And I'm having a lot of fun with like lighter tones. Of course, I love neutrals, but I also love playing with like bolder colors as well. Um, You know, I was born and raised in LA. So I think I do have a laid back approach towards style. Um, But then after going to school in Boston and, you know, really experimenting with 
coats and boots and things like that, um, it added a different edge into the way I dress. Mm, I see. So you live like kind of all across the world. Like, do you, you kind of talked about LA fashion being laid back. So like, how would you describe like fashion across the cities that you really love? Yeah. So I think LA is certainly laid back. I think people put a lot of effort into looking effortless here. And it's really not so much about like wearing brands and things like that. It's really about, um, you know, looking laid back and put together. Whereas I think, you know, in Boston, it, it's kind of funny because because of the weather, you really do need right. like yeah. high quality things and you can't get away with wearing just like cool t-shirts all the time. And so I think, you know, it, it even extends into like the cars people drive. Like you really just need to have something high quality to endure the weather. Um, and so like you can't really get away with, you know, an acrylic coat. You need something that's actually made out of wool. Um, and so I think, yeah, the East Coast is definitely a bit more buttoned up and a lot more classic. I think in India, people have a lot of fun and it's really focused on like you know, wearing certain brands and, you know, keeping up with the Joneses and all of that. Um, but, you know, on the flip side of that, there's also a ton of like tradition and craftsmanship that goes into like the ethnic wear. Um, so, yeah, it's, I think um, also with social media, we're all being inspired by people from all over. Yeah. So I think, you know, there has been some effect there where we're really borrowing from people all over the world. I have cousins in India who, you know, they're following influencers who live here in LA and so I see a lot of the like styles crossing over which is really cool to witness awesome because I feel like you're in a very interesting space where it's like technology and fashion intersect so like can you tell yeah. us what you studied in like college and like what is it like actually being a fashion entrepreneur like what is your life like sure so yeah in college I so I went to Babson which um it's this tiny school, it's in the suburbs of Boston, and it has a heavy, heavy focus on entrepreneurship. So basically everyone go, who goes through Babson gets the same exact major, it's in business. Mm -hmm. And really business is you know, ingrained in every single class you take. So for example, we didn't have English classes, they were called like rhetoric. Or even in our science classes, it was very much about like the applications of these you know, innovations in the business world. Um, so um, that was a really interesting approach to education. And my concentration there was in technology, entrepreneurship and design. Mm -hmm. So I always had this interest in, you know, the tech world and uh, particularly on the design side. Um, you know, I was always like trying out like Photoshop and playing with fonts and all of that throughout school. And so I just always had an interest and an eye for it. Um, and then as far as like being a fashion entrepreneur, you know, it's definitely fun. Sometimes like, you know, if I'm working out of a coffee shop, people will look at my screen and they think I'm just like online shopping all day. And I've had people come up to me and be like, young lady, did you just come here to like shop? And that's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I think people assume I'm like, you look so young shopper or something. <laughs> oh, thank you. But yeah, people assume I'm a big shopper, but really I'm just like, I'm not really that big of a shopper. And I think it's because I'm looking at these things all day long. Like mm -hmm. it really forces you to be very, you know, choosy when it comes to these things. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a ton of fun. You know, I'm glad that I'm able to merge my passion with my, you know, career. Um, and I do think a lot of my day to day also focuses more on like the technology and business side, particularly at this time 
um, we're really focused on, you know, pushing the product forward and really investing inside into the technology behind our product. I love it. Smart and beautiful and fashionable, good taste. Wow. Um, I, I feel like, and you also have jokes on your Instagram. Do you have yes. some fashion jokes? I love this. Yeah. So if you look at our Instagram, we do inject yeah. a lot of like wit and humor into our posts and, you know, we post a bunch of memes and like funny captions and um, people seem to really like that. And I think it, it just, you know, reflects kind of the tone of our brand. You know, we're very much about like, you know, looking good and uh, living efficiently, but also having fun with it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, definitely take a look at our Instagram if you're looking for some humor. And it's Nina Veer, N-I-N-A-V-I-R. And then also yes. Daily Dress Me at uh, D-A-I-L-Y-D-R-E-S-S Me, Daily Dress Me. Sounds like how it is. So what's your favorite fashion joke, Nina? Uh, my favorite fashion joke? Well, I, I can tell you a funny story. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Funny. So um, if you follow me on my personal Instagram, you've, you'll see that I started playing tennis um, a few months ago. Mm. And a lot of people saw this and you know I'm not a very athletic person like I did cheer in high school and I did dance growing up and now I practice a ton of yoga but never really been centered around sports so a lot of people have seen this and they're like Nina like since when do you play tennis like what's this all about and I'm like really really into it I play a few times a week and so the the origin story of this all is kind of funny um but basically back in August um I went to anthropology and I bought this headband Mm -hmm. um, and it was like $28 or something. And, you know, I felt like that was just a crazy amount to pay for a headband, but I just yeah. fell in love with it. And I was like, you know, my birthday's coming up. I'm just going to mm -hmm. do it. I got home and I was still feeling like weird about it. Um, cause if you know me, I'm also like very much into like getting good deals and like mm -hmm. I paid like full price for this and I was just feeling weird about it, whatever. Yeah. So I went on Amazon and then I started looking at other headbands and I was like, okay, like, you know what? this isn't exactly logical, but I'm going to buy like two more headbands that are like $5 each. So that way I'll have like three headbands that I paid $40 for total. Mm -hmm. It brings the average down of all of them. I'm fine with that. Again, not super logical, but it made sense to me at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, then I'm on Amazon and I'm just looking at these like hair accessories and I see these like hair bows uh -huh. and they're really cute. And you know, I just had this idea that came to me and I was like, these bows would be so perfect for playing tennis. So I ordered like 12 of these bows or like 50 cents each and I closed that tab and then I found local tennis lessons and I signed up for them on the spot. Wow. So that's basically how I started playing tennis and I'm super into it and I wear my bows to the classes and it, it just made so much sense to me at the time and I was like yeah of course I'm gonna order these so I can go play tennis and mm -hmm. that's literally how it all started. Hilarious. Yeah. I love that. So um Who's your favorite uh, celebrity to follow in terms of fashion? Yeah, so I have a few like style role models. Um, so I love Amal Clooney. I love Victoria Beckham. I also mm -hmm. love Kate Middleton's style. I think she's so classic. Um, and then, you know, looking at more like classic icons, I'm a big Audrey Hepburn fan, as cliche yeah. as it may be. I had like a poster of her in my dorm room. Um, but yeah, I, I really like following... Uh, people with really classic styles and opinionated um, point of views when it comes to fashion. And then, of course, I follow a ton of various fashion bloggers, um, like on Instagram as well. Nice. So um, what style advice 
would you give to, let's break it down. So high schoolers, college girls, and working world women. Okay, cool. So for high schoolers, I think one of the biggest things is you're still figuring out who you are as a person. And so therefore, um, you know, you're really unsure of like how to dress to reflect that like changing, evolving person that you're growing into becoming. Mm -hmm. So I'd say don't get too carried away with like all the influences around you and really just focus on yourself and center yourself. Um, I know a big thing that I hear from like my high school users is like they really don't want to repeat the same outfit over and over. So I'd say first and foremost, like repeating outfits is not a bad thing. It's not an offense at all. Like if you love an outfit, wear it again and again, as long as it's clean, obviously. Um, And then for college fashion. So the school I went to is very, very put together compared to like, you know, I grew grew up right near UCLA where a lot of kids like roll out of class and, you know, Yes, we like we show up in shoes. That's amazing. So exactly. Whereas my school, it was like (laughs) very, very preppy, very like business oriented. We had a ton of public speaking. So everyone was always like dressed to the nines. Mm -hmm. And so I think it really depends on like where you go to school. Um, But I would say one thing to think about during college is really like starting to buy good pieces. I know right when you get there, it's really tempting to shop at like Forever 21 and Zara and H&M and places that, you know, you're going to essentially wear things for like three months and you'll have to throw them out. And then you'll find that at the end of college, you'll have like no good pieces to like start your life with. Um, So I'd say start thinking about that. And, um, you know, I don't mean that it has to be like super expensive stuff, but really think beyond like the party that you're attending Mm -hmm. that weekend. Yeah. I mean, one of my rules personally is like, I don't like buying clothes for like certain occasions. Mm -hmm. So for example, if I have like a birthday party coming up next week, like I won't go out and buy a new outfit for it. I just like, I'm so against doing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know it happens, you get excited and you feel like nothing you own is good enough, but that's rarely the case. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as far as like, you know, post-grad entering the work world. um, Yeah, I think so one rule my mom always taught me growing up was if you buy something new before it comes into your closet, try to get rid of something new. I mean, something old. Um, and so that way, you know, your wardrobe is updated. And I think especially as you start working and stuff, um, a lot of your things might be cycled out. And if you force yourself to, you know, kind of swap things out like that, um, nothing gets stale. So I really like that tip. I love that. I just love how you think, Nina. You're so systematic, um, so <laughs> smart, and just breaking things down is just such a simple concept. So um, what advice do you have for women to dress? Um, again? Well, okay, maybe fashion mistakes. Yeah, maybe that's a better Fashion word. mistakes. Yeah, so I think just wearing things that I see a lot of people do this, where they think something will look really good in their head, or they have this idea <laughs> of what it'll look like. Yeah. Or they see it like on the internet and then they, you know, they have this image in their head of what it's going to look like. And then they try it on and it's totally different. I'd mm-hmm. say like, try to be as realistic as possible there and don't get carried away with like the image you carry in your head. I mean, I do this all the time, especially mm-hmm. with like online shopping or like following bloggers or stuff. You know, we have this idea of what it'll look like. And then in yeah. person, it just doesn't quite translate. Um, and then Yeah, I think getting things sized properly is really important. I know that's such like old advice, but it really just, 
it makes such a difference when you wear things that are really fitted for your body. So do you have any advice for men in fashion? Yeah, I think, honestly, men have it so, so easy. (laughs) And it's just like, it's not an emotional process at all, right? Like for us women, it's like, there's so many variables involved. (laughs) Exactly. And, And then on top of that, it's so much about like, no, I don't feel like wearing jeans today. Like, today is a dress day like guys just don't have any of that so I think for guys it really comes down to um fit of course I see a lot of guys wearing things that are like jeans for example that just don't flatter their bodies or you know they're just like too um baggy or whatever it is so um I'd say you know find a friend or go to a shop that has like an employee who can really help you out Mm -hmm. um and you know, find the silhouette that makes sense to you. And then also colors. And so Mm -hmm. I have found that a lot of guys have a lot of trouble like mixing and matching colors. But if you stick to like a neutral palette or like Mm -hmm. navies and grays or like, you know, if you like colors, that's fine too. But try to adopt a wardrobe where like everything kind of matches with each other. So it takes the guesswork out of dressing every morning. And every day you have an outfit that looks cohesive. So yeah. I love you. You're so smart. I can't even ask myself. (laughs) questions because you're just sharing so much good stuff so okay let's talk about funny so okay who do you find funny who are your favorite comedians what do you find hilarious so I really have a, a dry sense of humor um I love like the office for example yes um I'm a Seinfeld kid uh-huh. and you know I follow all these meme accounts and stuff on um Instagram and Twitter so I think that's really it for me I'm also like such a big pun nerd And Uh, I think I never laugh harder than I do at a funny pun, which is like so lame, but. I love puns. It's hard (laughs) to make a good pun joke because there's only a limited amount of words and you have to be super creative with it. So. Exactly. Yeah. I I love puns too. Wow. Yeah. And uh, who are, okay. You talk about office and uh, fashion. Seinfeld. Yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. I haven't watched Seinfeld in a while, but yeah, this brings me back. So, um, what, uh, what is like your philosophy on style overall? Um, my philosophy on style is that, um, I think that, you know, your style says a lot about who you are and whether you like it or not, like so many of our first impressions are based on our, you know, our visual appearance, because that's the first thing you see about someone. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, even if you make a decision to like, not dress up. I think that also says something about your style. Yes. Um, yeah, like you don't you know, care. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't care. And I think I, I strongly believe that how you do anything is how you do everything. I think I heard that like in a fitness class environment, true, but it really does apply to like, you know, if you really don't care about your clothes, like it might imply that you're neglectful in other areas of your life too are, you know, you see the way that Mark Zuckerberg, like, wears the same exact thing every single morning, and it just shows that he's a very, like, systematic, streamlined person. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my philosophy on style. I love that. So, um, in terms of, like, okay, if you're the fashion queen, and you rule the world, uh, what are you going to do? Like, what would be your first law? Oh, that's interesting. Well, one thing I see a lot of girls doing is, like, they show way too much at once like you know mm-hmm. their tops are what too low and then they're ex- what sorry what 
I shouldn't go out naked? Like what? Oh, no, no, no. No, so I think it's fine <laughs> to like, you know, accentuate one part of your body at a time, but it's like, okay. you know, don't show your legs, your midriff and your cleavage all at once. You know, like pick one. Kardashians, what do you think of them? Oh, well, so I have, I, I really <laughs> admire what they've done from like yeah. a business standpoint. <laughs> I also <laughs> think, <laughs> I mean, I know there's not much like, they've done a lot of procedures on their bodies so it's not supernatural but I do think they've done a lot in terms of like body positivity and like helping a lot of women embrace their curves rather than being like stick thin so I think you know there's some positivity there even though it's super controversial because you know obviously they've had a lot of work done and Mm -hmm. um you know they've done a lot to their bodies that isn't really attainable for many women Um, So that's the dangerous part. But I think overall, like in 100, 200 years, we're going to look back and really view them as, you know, really icons. They truly are. I mean, they're icons, you know, but... They're icons today. um, But I think a lot of people don't give them enough credit for what they've done. Yeah, they're very smart. I feel like a lot of the times people get so fixated on their sexuality and then like... Yes. um, But it's actually strategic, right? Because a man could never do what they do. Yeah. You know, they might feel jealous and they feel like want to attack them. And they're actually really smart people. They're very business-minded. And how they talk doesn't necessarily mean that they are... I mean, they're not even dumb. It's just the way that they speak is like... I yeah valley girl but they're really smart business women they're so savvy and i think if anything it's shown us that like savvy business people come in all shapes and yes, sizes all- and sizes. voices you know and so i think it's really inspiring mm-hmm. yeah and i think even when they're naked uh because they're promoting something so um I exactly think exactly they're strategic on that part awesome Super. So, um, can you, is there any other advice that you didn't discuss that you would like to share with our listeners? Well, definitely check out Daily Dress Me the next time you wake up and you don't know what to wear. We're at dailydressme.com and at dailydressme on all the different social networks. So, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, so dailydressme.com, just like you said. Thank you so much, Nina, for this amazing interview. You're so smart so savvy for somebody your age and just gave us some great tips, great advice, and just a really good uh, philosophy on how to approach life in general. So thank you so much. Thanks so much. Yeah. Looking forward to having you on future episodes. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. All right. Me too. Thank you.